This is the Thrive Content Clubcast. Hi, I'm Megan, a copywriter here at Thrive. Today I'm talking to Ross from the charity Nine for Nora about Baby Loss Awareness Week, and in particular his Dads and Lads Network, which helps men seek more support. Please be advised that some topics we discuss are of a sensitive nature and may be obsessing. Hi Ross, thank you so much for joining me. So just to start, would you mind sharing Nora's story, which inspired you to start your charity Nine for Nora? Yeah, of course. So, um, as they say, my name's Ross. Um, we were planning our first child back in 2018, um, and she was born in late May. Um, but sadly, she passed away um, the same day she was born. Complete shock and surprise. And um, yeah, we had a, a perfect pregnancy. Um, nine months, pretty straightforward. She was she was overdue, but that wasn't an issue. But yeah, we just got to the point of delivery, um, and she was not breathing when she was born. So. The hospital had to resuscitate her, which took quite a long time, um, which for us, we we knew it wasn't looking good. So we came to a point where we had to make a decision, really, after a few hours of do we keep her on a machine and try and keep her going and see if they can think. But the doctors weren't. They were very good and talked us for everything and made us fully aware of the dangers and stuff. And that I mean, there wasn't an option, really. It was a matter of turn the machine off and say, say our goodbyes, which we decided to do about four hours after she was born and but we left it we left it a while so we asked our family if they wanted to come in and meet her because obviously everyone was had been told by then in family wise and um we just thought it'd be nice if they wanted to actually come and meet her because without going into graphics she wasn't she was a f- full-born child there was no no deformities nothing like that it was it was just something happened during labor that we still we don't know and we probably will never know um yeah, so we did that. And then nine hours after she was born, we turned the machine off and we were very fortunate to have 30, 35 minutes of her alive, where we got lots of photos and given a memory box by for Lewis, one of the charities that we now fundraise for. Um, and yeah, we just kept lots of, tried to get as many memories as we could really. And yeah, spent two days in hospital with Nora. And then we finally said our goodbyes on the Thursday. Um, and yeah, it was, it's an experience that we will never forget. And it's just hot. Yeah, it was horrible, and, and then yeah. you, and you just you just think you're alone straight away, and um, and it's not until it happens to you that you realise that it happens to lots and lots of people. Yeah, of course. And because of that, I mean, so that was part of the reason. So as you mentioned, Nine for Nora is the, the charity that I, well, it's not a charity; it's a fundraiser that I set up in 2019, um, and it was my way of coping really because it gave me a focus and something to do and keep my mind occupied. Because for the first six months of after our loss, it was you just sort of lost yourself and you don't know where to turn, who to talk to, what to do. So I just thought, well, if I can plan something to do, it'll keep me occupied. And yeah, so <clears throat> I decided to do nine challenges in that year. Um, hence the nine for Nora and had a bit of a ring to it. So then it's something I think a lot of people do after loss is take on challenges or put their minds to something else, which I think is, is key to you've been able to carry on really about, obviously you're always going to hurt and have the pain and stuff, but you can, be able to try and build a, a life around it and you don't forget that you <clears throat> do things in their memory and the fact that Nora's name is still being mentioned now and three years later is wonderful and hopefully that will carry on for a, a long time so yeah the chat the challenges were set up really for me personally to, as a, a coping mechanism yeah absolutely sort of straight after the the loss did you find support easy to come to you or was it a case of it was there but you had to sort of seek it out 
Um, now I know there is support available at the time. I had no idea. Um, yeah. we, had, we had a very good bereavement midwife at the hospital while, whilst we were there and she still speaks to us now and stuff. But And they sort of give you, I mean, it's different for every hospital and where you are, but we were given like a, a booklet of brochures for uh, the Sands charity, which was helpful in the fact you've got it. But at that time, personally, I just wasn't interested. I was like, I don't, that's going to do nothing for, unless they physically come around my house and start talking to me. I'm not going to, I didn't know where to turn really. And you sort of, friends and family, obviously you can talk to, but unless they've been through, which some have and you don't know about it, but generally people haven't been through it. Which, so you can't open up and be tortured. So really over six months, I didn't talk to anyone. And but now I realise there is places out there. But again, you've still got to be able to be willing to do it in a mindset to do it. Yeah, that's the thing really, is it? It's it's sort of a case of you don't know what support's out there and also you're not ready to to sort of get that support some people aren't willing to talking about it, it was like you say you you took six months um yeah we, we, we me and my wife uh started counseling six months later i mean partly that was because we couldn't get it until that time but also we i just wasn't i wouldn't have been in the mindset to do it and it, and everyone's different some people want to talk about it straight away um and at the when it first happened you think well you're never going to talk about it. you're just going to shut yourself away which is what i did but yeah. once you do start talking about it, you realize how much of the weight it does take off your shoulders and just being able to share that. Um, and obviously it's difficult, more difficult for men because we generally don't talk to each other anyway about personal stuff, yeah. football and pubs and stuff, whereas girls and, and mums tend, tend to chat to each other about general day-to-day stuff. And so this is the conversation. But again, not I'm not saying it, it's easier for, for the mums. Of course it's not. They've been for a horrific experience themselves, but they generally open up more. Um, yeah. And I, it's only now or last year that I realised I can open up and talk openly about it um, and not be, not have the fear of someone, you know, sort of not dismissive and not knowing what to say. And it doesn't matter what, what, what I say and what they say. It's, it's just making sure that they know that, that for me, knowing that I can talk about it and then knowing, well, actually he doesn't mind talking about it. So maybe I can mention it now and then because I've got, I've got friends that I've never mentioned Nora's name to me because they probably just don't know what, how I deal with it at the time. It's a bit, it's a bit different now. We've progressed in the fact that, Although it's been free and it's still very raw and it still hurts and stuff. Obviously, through my fundraising and stuff, I've been out exposed to a lot more media and then obviously attention by people. And I can now talk to strangers about it because they might have seen the Nine for Nora campaign or the, as we go on a bit, the Dads and Lads network that we've set up. Um, but yeah, the, 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 there is support out there. There's not enough. Um, it's not as easy to find as you would like, but I guess it's all charity work, isn't it? So. You, you can't expect a charity to contact every family that's lost and say, do you need support? You have sort of got, a, it's the same, I guess, for if you've got an addiction, you need to be able to, you've got to be willing to go and get that looked at. So it's a similar yeah. thing. You've got, to be, you've got to be open and willing to do it. And for some mums and dads, they just can't do that. Um, and I found that I'd, I'm not, a, I don't want to sit in a group of people talking about it. Like yeah. Talking one-on-one and I can sort of do that a bit more now, but at the time when, when we first, like the first, I was like, why don't you go to a, a Sands group? I'm like, I don't want to sit in the circle and talk about it because it's not, I'm not comfortable. So mm. talking one-on-one and then eventually I found friends that had lost or been through a miscarriage or lost a stillborn. You then gradually just build it up and it is just, it's a growing process and it's, it's never going to be easy, but you, you like now I can talk about it a lot more freely than I could before. How do you sort of find it when you, it comes up with people that perhaps like you're telling your story for the first time? And I mean, you you probably know better than anyone that people can be people can be awkward and people can feel uncomfortable. Um, but what 
what would you sort of say to people like in in how to talk to families that have been through this what's the way to go about it and what's actually helpful yeah it's a, such a difficult one because it's obviously so different for everyone um so for me i i found it helpful just to keep busy and do challenges and push myself a little bit for some people it will just be to be close to their family but the, i mean a bit the easiest thing the biggest thing to say is just to talk as much as you can about it don't be scared about talking about it um if if you're making people uncomfortable don't worry about that because that's your first thought and we and we have that we had that at the start where someone would say have you had children before even though they know about the, the, the nora situation and the nora loss and what's happened they might say oh, have you got children and we're like um you start thinking do i say yes we lost or, i mean we started off saying no because you develop we don't want to be in that situation then you start saying actually no i want to talk about our daughter because she's part of our life mm-hmm. and you say yes but then you end up apologizing to the person that's asking because you're making them feel awkward and now i get to the point where i say yeah we lost and they say, oh, i'm so you don't worry don't like i'm happy to talk about her um and hopefully that they'll open their eyes and go well actually i don't need to not ask questions um and it swings in it swings in roundabouts and i've said before that the issue of that is that i'm now i would never say this but i've often said to people are you planning to have children you've had children it's a bit of a hard question because if they no one knows what everyone else has been through but then again you can't be scared of that because that's going to happen it's that's that's natural life and i think you have to sort of take that people aren't going to know you're not going to even i mean friends most friends will know and obviously not ask that question but you're going to get strangers asking that question um and you just have to be honest yourself and i think that's the big thing is being honest and being open if you can't talk about it you can say i'm sorry i don't really want to talk about it or yes we've lost so we, we haven't children at the minute everyone will have their own ways of coping if you've got someone so if someone comes to me now in the group that we've set up and says i don't know what to say to anyone yeah i will be well don't say anything if you don't know what to say for that for now just come into our group listen to or read what other people are putting in the group and then see how you feel and then eventually you might you might get someone that doesn't still isn't comfortable but i think it's making people aware there's different options out there and it's not just yeah you've got to go and sit in the group and tell people yeah every loss is painful and every loss is different so whether you've lost at six weeks miscarriage or you've lost at 42 weeks like we did they're all painful and they're all horrible but some people might not want to talk about the six weeks, like some people are comfortable not talking about their miscarriages. I've got friends that I never knew they had miscarriages until now that they've mentioned it since Nora passed out. Like, yeah, well, we lost two. Before before now, my, my sort of thoughts would have been, well, why have you never mentioned it to us? But because some people don't need to, and that's how they process it. It's like it's happened and we, we move on. But I think, I guess for my scenario, because it went the full length and we had a perfectly formed baby and we saw it and we met her, for us, it's so much different, but she's still a big part of our life. We have pictures up on our wall. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing. Like We have a lot. I've got a couple of dads now that are in our group that joined fairly recently. Like, I don't know whether to put pictures up. I was like, well, you, you're not going to know until you do it. Yeah. Would you mind sort of explaining to us what is your group? Because this is the part of Nine for Nora that I really love. And the, yeah. the fact that you're focusing on, on men, obviously, it's quite personal to you. But um yeah, like you say, there's a lot of people in your group. So it's called the Dads for Lads Network. Dads and Lads Network, yeah. So it, it came off the back really. So going back to the start, I, I found I had no one, no male people to talk to about it. Like I could talk to my wife. Um, and I was very fortunate to find um, a bereavement football team that had been set up in Northampton, which is not far from, it's about an hour for me. But I went and met them and they were just a group of dads that were all lost and they were playing football together. And I thought, this is, this is such a good way of being able to deal with it, especially being a footballer. If you're not a footballer, it's different. But... 
there were still there's, there's dads in that group that have never played football, but now they do because they found a way of getting into it. So it just made me think, well, there's not groups out there that like that. There's not enough of that, like just general men doing what men do, and then they can be open and talk it because they've all been through the same thing. That's the biggest thing, isn't it? Because I know what I can say and what I've been through, but that was beginning. So Dads and Lads Network really in the start of, so I thought after I'd finished my challenges, I said, well, what can I do? Because I can't keep doing all these challenges all the time. It's going to just take up. And we want to try for more children stuff. So I thought, well, why not just set up a WhatsApp group? I don't, by this time, I've got three or four friends that have lost since me or they, I knew about them. So I was like, would you be interested? So we literally just set up a WhatsApp group. Um, and the idea was it would be a local Hertfordshire thing. And then um, we do a meet up every sort of six to eight weeks, just go bowling or have a drink and just chat. So we had one in, I think it was December or January. It was January 2020. Um, and then obviously COVID hit. So we've not been able to do that. But then it's progressed in the fact that I've now got, I then went up to sort of 10 members, but one was up in like Scotland because he'd seen it on a flyer or on the TV because it'd been very fortunate to be publicised on TV and stuff. So it's sort of grown. And now we've got, we've actually now got 54 men in the group that staggered over from, yeah, like I say, there's 10 in Harvard years, one in Scotland, there's one in um, Belfast. We've actually got one in Turkey that contacted me and said, I used to live in England. Can I help with fundraising and stuff? So it must be such an amazing feeling to know that you've got people, I mean, especially like Turkey and stuff like that, that have reached out, have managed to see your group. And, and you know, how, does that make you feel really good? <laughs> and yeah, it does. And it doesn't. The thing is, I set it up. It wasn't just to help, well, of course, it was to help others, but it helped me as well because I can go in yeah. there and talk. Um, and it's just, and we've got that. I, I had a dad literally three days ago text me and, and said, I've seen your group on a flyer from the hospital I've just been to. We've just lost literally two days ago. So I chat to them for a bit and then it's just an offer there. So what, I, I think the group would be good, but I don't know what to say. And again, I go back to say, we well, don't, doesn't matter. Just come in. I'll introduce you. I, won't, I don't even have to say your story. You can do what you want. And he came in and then a few, everyone sort of said, oh, welcome, 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 welcome. And then he said his story. He said, this is how we lost. And they were like, if you need anything, we're here. Just send a message in the group. So we'll have we'll have a couple of sometimes we'll have two or three weeks where no one's mentioned anything about their child or um they'll just talk about like we're we're arranging team group challenges at the minute to do next year so we've been talking about that so it's just a space really to get people to talk and I, I think I've said I think I said this before it's so we've managed we've been very lucky to get I've made some fl- like a5 flyers up and I've sent them the people since they've seen us on the sort of the TV and stuff they've requested them so I've sent them to hospitals in different areas of the country and then a dad just got picked up but the first thing it says on it is Ross has like Ross has lost He's, this group is available with lots of dads that are going through a similar thing or been through a similar thing um here's his contact number it's not you need to do this you need to do that you need to this it's just a this is what he's been through it it's not about me it's about the group so what I try and get it's not oh, Ross has been through this contact Ross Ross will do this it's there's this group that's been set up contact Ross and you can join it that's all it is yeah do you think that's a better way of sort of approaching, especially men, in the fact that I know you said before about sort of after the after Nora's loss, you received like a booklet from Sands with lots of information in. But the way you've sort of done your flyers is just, bam, here's a phone number, you know, let's talk. Do you think that's a much better way to target men in particular? Yeah, um, I'd like to think so. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, the sand stuff, and I've got stuff in front of me here at work and stuff, it's brick, like they've got so much information. But for, for, but for me, as a person, I think at the time, it was just, it was a big, this book, and I don't know what to look at, what to read. Um, so this, my fly, I just, and I didn't plan it this way, it's just because, obviously, resources, I'm the one person just doing this, and 
bought 5,000 flies or whatever it was and just throw it in. But then I think it's because it's such a small fly, you can just pick it up and quickly scan it and it just says, oh, there's a dad that's lost his numbers on there. What's that? So I think that helps. It, I think it is a good way of doing it. Then the thing with my group, I to say my group, our group, is that it's not professional. It's just blokes talking about bloke stuff and knowing that if we one of us wants to go in there and say, I've been crying all night, I don't know what to do. Or so everyone else, like what if someone's come back, so oh, don't worry. We've we all been there, we all go through it, talk to us. So that's that's what it's for. Where we might get to a point where there's a guy that like, I don't know what to do. I'm really struggling, not really. I'm like, well, here's the Sands number, here's the Four Lewis number, his Samaritans, I mean, stuff like that. It's like, it just gives them another option, doesn't it? And it's the, the, the difficult thing we've had, the, the, the most difficult thing is the more people get in the group, obviously you've got to make sure that everyone's available. It's available to all because you might get someone that's put a message in this morning, for instance, and said, oh, I'm having a crap day. I need to plan something this weekend. And no one replies because someone else straight away posts another message about a challenge they're doing and that gets seen. So I think that's the that's my plan to try and work out what's the best way around that next year without breaking the group up because it works really well. There's nothing wrong with it, but you don't want to upset anyone because they're getting missed. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, I don't comment on like it's not like I see every message. Well, I do, but I don't read every message that comes in and reply to everyone because you, no one's got the time for that. But if I'm on there and it's something that I can I can help, I think I can help with. I'll just say I've been through this. This is what I did when I went through it. If, do you do that sort of thing? And that's the great thing is we've got dads in there that we've got two dads in there that lost over 21 years ago. Um, and we've got a dad in there that lost five days ago. So you've got that whole wide variety. And I think, and again, because I didn't go to the groups and stuff through the different charities, I would expect most of those to be fairly new losses. So you're in a similar, similar situation, but it's good to have that outlook of, if, and a great one is how do you celebrate birthdays or do you celebrate birthdays? And one dad recently said, I don't know what to do. And then the, I said what I did and what we do every year. And then the guy that lost 21 years ago said, well, we've done this every year. But again, it's all preference. But if you've just, if you've just lost and you'll come up to the first anniversary or the first birthday, you're not going to know what to say. We, were, we, we didn't know. And it was only because by this time we had a few friends who had been through it. And I said, just, you just need to do what's comfortable for you. So... We made no big plans. We said, we're going to go to the cemetery. We're going to sit, have a birthday cake, and then we're going to go for lunch somewhere. And then whatever else we do, we do. And then we've done that every year now. We've just got made a little tradition. So, and it's, I think that's the thing is, it's, we, we really, we really want to keep Nora's life going. So we talked, so we're very fortunate that we've had a rainbow baby afterwards, Ernie. So he's now two. And we talked to him about her. And there's, we've got a couple of pictures up in our front room of Nora and, he doesn't quite understand it because he's two. He doesn't really talk, but we'll say, oh, he's like baby on the wall. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, it. that's your big sister who's not with us. But And we, and it's sort of like, well, how's the, having the pictures up is I love because they're they're in our room. But other times, like, if I didn't have them up, would I then not think about it as much, which would make it a bit easier because it's not always on my mind. But most of the time, I'm like, no, I want it to be there because I want it, it is on my mind. And because of the challenges and the fundraising and stuff, it will be. But I understand when people are like, I can't put pictures up because it just hurts me too much so it's just again it's another thing that's just everyone's different and you just can't you just got to have that space and I think our group does have that space where everyone's different not everyone's going to agree with what you do but there's no right or wrong so for us to we have a birthday cake for our birthday we sing happy birthday 
some people are like, well, it's not her birth, like not to us, but for them, they're like, well, it's not my child's birthday because they didn't have one because they were lost before. Yeah. So then you put a remembrance day. So it, it's it's. I think it's yeah, it's very difficult how to explain that to someone who's lost so soon. But that's why I think when they, until recently, we didn't have anyone that had lost so quickly and then joined the group. So we we were doing a challenge this year. I was walking the length of the Thames and literally I had a text on the from a guy who said, "Oh, we've just lost yesterday," and I'm like, "Oh wow!" So it's like, but it meant yeah. they, I mean, they've obviously got that flyer straight away because you can't then you can't plan it's not like you've seen this fly before if that happens to me i've got this detail. Yeah. It's, they've literally just lost that day and from i can see a change in this guy from when he texts me that day to how he is now and just that's nice to know that you've even just him seeing that flyer has helped a little way that he's not suddenly just felt alone straight away yeah it's so great that you've got that sort of wealth of experience in the group like you're saying people have lost 20 odd years ago to to so soon it's um it must be such a great sort of support network. Um, and with sort of the baby loss awareness week coming up really soon, um, what, what sort of your, do you have like a fundraiser? Do you have any sort of plans? So we're, I'm doing, I'm putting together a, a, like a little montage video to go on social media, um, which I've asked a group if they're happy to do. So I basically said, I've got my, obviously when people join, they tell me their stories, but I said, are you happy for me to put, their name, their date of birth, or the day you lost, and the picture up, and I'm going to play it to put like a song in the background, and I'm just going to post it on social media. And it's not going to be easy to watch for us because it's our babies. It's not going to be easy for people to watch who haven't been through it. But I will obviously make. I'm not just going to push it on social media and say watch this. It's going to have I'll obviously have an introduction to say if you're, if you will have sensitive images and stuff, it will help because you'll have people hopefully it's horrible but hopefully we'll have people on social media that maybe follow or maybe even don't just see it and like well what's this video and what's there's a baby on there that was the size of my the palm of my hand and people will be like you will have some people don't get wrong it's not like you'll have something like that shouldn't they shouldn't be posting that um it's natural it's life it's happened it's a real thing yeah it'll hit home i would think with more people and resonate with their lives and what they've been if they've been for it themselves and they've never talked about it and they've but they want to talk about it. That's the big thing. There'll be so many people out there that think, "Oh, I can't talk about it," and it's horrible. We've, and I and obviously I won't don't give names, but one of the guys in the group said, "I don't really want my picture in the name on social media because we've had negative responses before, and I've done it before." And it's like, I just don't get that. Like, how you can get a negative? You will, but again, the people that follow Knife and and we haven't got. It's not like we've got hundreds of thousands of followers. We've got sort of nearly up to two thousand, which is amazing for, this, for how we come from one to that in two years but i think they're the sort of things that do hit home and um like the facts of how many babies do die people just aren't aware and how many miscarriages there are a year i think facts and 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 images especially that show you like what if you can you can't you don't compare because it's again such a different loss but like nora to the handheld baby there's still that's still that person's child so we, I think if we can get that on there and people see it, think, well, oh, well, maybe I can talk about that. And and it's just pushing it out and getting more people aware. And that's the thing. Like, yes, me putting on my Facebook and social media and Twitter is going to be great. But yeah. then if one person then forwards that in a like the Sands group or the Four Lewis group, then they'll be like, oh, I've got friends that don't want to do the Sands or Four Lewis stuff. They just want this. That's what it is. It's just about making it bigger and not yeah, more than raising money. The raising awareness is more important than that outweighs that really so that's what we'll that's what i'll aim to do with this i think this year because we, now we've got so many in the group um i'll probably they do so on the friday of baby loss awareness but i'm sure you're aware they do the wave of light at seven o'clock so i'm hoping to try and maybe do like a zoom 
thing with our guys half an hour before that so we can all just put our candles up and meet because again we've not because of covid none of us have really met i only know yeah three or four of the guys in the group because i've met them i knew them before we lost but no one in there like they're all complete strangers to be nice to put faces and stuff and yeah so i think that's our big thing is awareness and then there are i mean we'll, there are people are doing challenges around that time so they can baby loss awareness is just a good thing that's been set up that gives it its own focus for that week so obviously they've got colors like pink and blue there's their ribbon and stuff so I, I, I put pink and blue lights outside my house like I would at Christmas and stuff. So I, and people then are like, oh, what's that? Why is that? For? Yeah. Yeah. So and lots of people do that. And that like the Sands team, we try and not make a competition out. We say, who's going to light their house up the most and stuff because you're not making fun for it, but it's 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 the awareness. That's all it is. It's, it's just the more you can do. And yeah, I mean, you, you can do whatever you like. You can do what you like. But we yeah, we just put those lights up and that for us is our little sign that we're doing our bit. You notice it more when you're involved in it as well, because obviously I never see anything on the TV about baby loss until I lost. And now I see more because I'm involved in more and my social media is, that's all it is. I don't go on there. There's a Ross Cone, my God, and there was Nia Nora. So that's all I see is baby loss stuff, which yes, is tough, but it's there. It needs to be viewed and pushed out and, and spread. So yeah, I think you've done a fantastic job so far and it's great to see sort of Nora's name still out there. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, this will help push it out a little bit more um but yeah thanks so much for talking to me and um yeah i wish you all the best with all the upcoming fundraisers thank you yeah yeah we've got a two two plan for next year um so i'm sort of trying to take a bit of a step back from doing the challenges with ernie being two it's quite tough to take time out and train and stuff so my idea like i say is to try and progress the group in a more positive way and not say get we don't want then and then idea well we don't want any more people in it because we don't want <laughs> It's a group no one wants to be in. Yeah. But but having a group it just helps. So hopefully, yeah, um, I'll start advertising the fun rate, the, the, the event soon, and hopefully get a few more people joining and make group sessions of it. So brilliant. Yeah, right. that's the that's the plan. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Thrive Content Podcast. Visit www.thrivelearning.com for more information. Be bold. Be brave. Thrive.